Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode we are talking about In Bruges. Now this film came out in 2008, so it's 15? It's almost 15 years old. I don't know why I thought 15. It's almost 15 years old. And it's incredible. Alright, I don't even want to talk much. I just want to say this film is a masterpiece. I fancied watching it again because Martin McDonough, who directs it and writes it, he's got a new film out right now called The Banshees of Inisherin, which is very good, and it also reunites Brendan Gleeson and Colin Farrell, who both star in this movie. So, if you haven't seen In Bruges, if you're in the UK, go and watch it on Netflix right now. The last day to watch it is at the end of the month, on the 30th of November, but you should have watched it by now anyway, and you should find another way of watching it. Just buy the movie, just rent it, do whatever you can. Just watch it, because it is absolutely incredible. It's funny, it's witty, it's shocking, it's pretty action-packed towards the end. Like It gets pretty exciting and intense, and it's funny because at the centre of it, it's a very mundane story. It is simply about two hitmen who have to lay low in Bruges, Belgium, and that's it. So they are just waiting, waiting around for a call, waiting around to figure out what's going to happen next. And they're in Bruges and they hate it. Well, one of them hates it. Colin Farrell hates it. But Brendan Gleeson loves the culture and the atmosphere and the little streets and all the churches and things. So it's a really dark comedy. But honestly, one of the funniest films ever. Just from the opening five minutes, I was in stitches again. And it's been a while since I've seen this film, but it's always the kind of film that I remember most scenes. But also, some of it was completely new to me. Like, I had no idea there was a whole bit with cocaine and stuff, which is also hilarious. Like, just seeing Brendan Gleeson go to the bathroom, <laughs> do some cocaine, <laughs> and then come back in <laughs> and lean over the shoulder of Colin Farrell, and his eyes are just, like, gone. Oh, it's brilliant. So, it makes me want to go to Belgium. It makes me want to go and see Bruges, even though it is just canals and cobblestone streets. But he drinks a lot and he swears. Well, everybody swears a lot in this film, actually. Ray Fiennes is absolutely incredible. One of his best performances. Pretty much every single actor in this film gives career best performances. And I know everybody's raving about Colin Farrell in the new film, The Banshees of Inisherin, but... I, look, as great as he is in that, I still think In Bruges is his magnum opus. Like, it's just such an amazing performance. You feel for the character, but also you kind of hate him at the same time because he's not exactly likable, and he does something in a in a flashback sequence. The reason they're in Bruges is because of something really tragic and dark, but still, you can't help but enjoy the character and the dynamic that he has with every single other person in this film, especially Brendan Gleeson. You, know, you feel as though they are just best mates. And what I love about this film is how when you watch a lot of films, right, you can tell that it's been written, it's been directed, and they're making a movie. But in this, it never feels like they're actually setting out to make a movie. It feels as though it's almost like a documentary because of the, the way that the script is so casual and the way the performances deliver amazing lines so candidly. This entire movie feels candid, and it feels as though... They are literally best friends, or you know, colleagues at least. They're working together, but they're just having a weekend in Bruges. And I think that's what makes this film so, so enjoyable, because it never feels as though it's a film, right? Which is the weirdest thing I could ever say, but it's hard to, it's hard to actually pinpoint what I mean. But just watch it, and you will see exactly what I mean. Because I think there were several times when... It's one morning when Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson are simply sitting opposite each other at a breakfast table, and it just feels real. Okay, this entire film feels real, even though it's absurd and it's stupid and there's so many 
controversial aspects. It's offensive. It's racist. It's sexist. It's everything in between. It's a very, very graphic movie. It's 18 for good reason, right? There's blood, there's swearing, there's drugs, there's everything. But still, it feels so casual and small in nature. But cannot fault the script, cannot fault the directing, the cinematography and the blocking. Some really great shots in here too. It's the kind of film that is easily rewatchable. I've watched it plenty of times. I think it was one of my first 18 rated movies that I actually watched. And yeah, I loved it then. I love it now. I think I love it more now. It's one of these films that even though, you know, we live in a society now where it is easier to offend and a lot of the things in this film are definitely going to offend people, but it still feels as though it's aging like fine wine, right? It's like Four Lions. Yes, it would never be made now, but it feels almost even more relevant. I mean, the fact that at one point he says, I don't want to spend two weeks here with you in a hotel room in Bruges, you know, you could argue that's just isolating. So we've been through that, but obviously they do get to go out and they go and explore the culture. But it feels as though they are having to be cooped up in a place they don't really want to be, especially Colin Farrell's character, at least, because he hates Bruges. And that's one of the funniest things about this film. No matter what happens, he still hates Bruges. And pretty much every other word that comes out of his mouth is, I hate being here in Bruges. So it's just so funny. And I can't stress enough how much you need to watch it. So if you're a fan of Irish accents, if you're a fan of European cities being explored, and if you're a fan of comedy, then watch in Bruges because it's fantastic. And if you like the director's other work, he did three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. He did Seven Psychopaths and now recently The Banshees of Inner Sharon. So... Yeah, there's a clear bloodline running through all these films that he's done, and it's absolutely genius. Like, I can understand it's probably for a particular audience, but I'm definitely the audience. Like, I love these kinds of films and this kind of comedy, these performances. Like, it is very near the knuckle, but that's what makes it so fun. Right, so much swearing. I bet you'd never thought you'd see Lord Voldemort go into a pub and just start calling everybody the C-word. It's amazing. It's such a great film. And yeah, I'm going to keep it short because it's an hour and 40 minutes. You are laughing pretty much the whole way through. You're also in shock for a lot of it towards the end. And, you know, it tackles some deeper themes, right? It tackles themes of suicide and depression and regrets. But it does so in a manner that is really interesting. And yeah, ultimately, it is just about the comedy. And it's about the absurd story and what it culminates in, which is an incredible... I don't really want to say, but it's like a shootout, but the the way it pauses mid-shootout just for them to have a discussion, and there's a third party involved who's kind of the moderator, it's just, it's so clever, so, so geniusly clever, I love it, so you all too, right, this is 100% a Kieran classic, massive recommendation, I can't stress enough, watch In Bruges, and then go and check out all of Martin McDonough's other movies, because they are equally great, and with that, I've been Kieran, I want to go to Bruges, I might go to Bruges now, it's also a Christmas movie, alright, it's set in December or November time, so there's Christmas trees, there's Christmas decorations, there's not much, there's no Christmas music or, you know, lights and stuff, but there's a Christmas tree, somebody's decorating it at one point, so Christmas movie, I've been Kieran, hope you enjoy, and I shall speak to you in the very next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.